Hey everyone, welcome to The Brand Sisters. I'm Claire. I'm Alexis. And today we are going to talk about what brand DNA is and how it can make you more successful. Oh, cool. That's a really pretty sweater. I feel like Thank I should you. Get you into Thank you very much. Thanks. Um, anyway, so, and I, I'm sure you'll be able to give a lot more insight into this because you obviously have a lot of experience with developing the brand DNA. Um, so recently, just as kind of a little bit of a, um, you know, intro to what kind of brought me to this, one of our sisters, actually two of them at this point, but one of our sisters recently got um, genetic testing done. Mm -hmm. And it was super interesting. Well, one got it a while ago and then one got it just recently. And she said that um, it brings up, I've never gotten it done before, but no, it, it talks about, you know, personality stuff, like tendencies towards personality, um, illnesses that you could potentially, you know, get. It's not just, I thought genetic testing was like, you're, you know, 25% Me too. You know, like that kind of a thing, but it's evolved so much. Wow. And I'm sure, you know, our listeners probably know even more. But it was super eye-opening, you know, mm -hmm. hearing about how in-depth the our genetics um, go and how much it determines and shows, you know, who we are. And um, I was super fascinated to see, like, it even talked about, like, personality weaknesses, you mm -hmm. know, and, like, that you, you know, have a tendency to have, like, a widow's peak, you know, like, just the most random, wow. random stuff. Or and it was like, you have 50%. Um, likelihood that you have a fear of public speaking like really yes like super super specific stuff so it was it was really interesting to talk to her about it and I feel like it's maybe their promotions are obviously like really good the last several months because I feel like we know a lot of people now that have gotten it done and so just hearing a lot of different stuff about it anyway it kind of got me thinking and this is not an original idea by any means because a lot of brand designers talk about this but that as a brand and as a business we have to kind of think of it as like DNA, right? Mm -hmm. That like who we are as a business and who business is um, encompasses way more than a business name and logo, right? Yeah. And that like the days of that being enough are long over. Yeah. Um, and especially these days, it is so much about connection. And like, what do you need to connect with somebody? You need to like be a real person, right? Like yeah. you need to have, there needs to be substance. So we talk a lot about that with our clients, right? That there needs to be... Um, humanity behind what you're doing and obviously there's a difference between a personal brand and you know a, a professional brand and obviously those can um there can be overlap there but it goes for either right that there needs to be um really detailed development understanding you know who the brand is what makes it tick strengths weaknesses um, the kind of people that it's going to resonate with and connect with, the kind of people it's going to attract, et cetera. So there's just so much that goes into it. Mm -hmm. And um, I just loved kind of making that connection and kind of seeing where, and I think a lot of businesses are like, okay, what does that entail, right? Where does that come through? And I think ultimately it, your brand DNA should come through everything, right? But there's two areas, the digital world and then the real world, right? Mm -hmm. um, and if you have like a brick and mortar, if you have like a physical business, then, you know, your, your signage, your business cards, your pamphlets, all that kind of stuff. And then shifting into like the digital world, your website, social media, everything needs to look like it's all related. So that, um, to me, that was kind of a, I was thinking about our family. So we, you know, there's six kids in our family and, um, 
everybody looks kind of similar, right? Like we all, and we've gotten this so much growing up. Like if somebody were to look at one of us kids, they would know we're Robin Valjean's kid, right? Right. Um, And I always, so I brought this up recently that I feel like one of our um, distinguishing factors is that we all have big noses. And I know that when I brought this up, you were like, because you have a very beautiful petite nose. It's not like. It's the same size as yours, Claire. No, it's not. No, it's not. No, 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 no. And it's not petite. Okay, but you I didn't do, know it was a it's big an nose. Size nose for your face. You have definitely the most, the best nose. Mm-hmm. But for the most part, you know, coming from Italian genes, like we just we have large noses. So I think that's one of the things that kind of sets mm-hmm. us apart. But even though like half of our, the kids look a little more like my mom, the other half look a little more like my dad. But regardless, right? Yes, like, I'm sure you've gotten that too. Like, and so we talked a lot, or you know, kind of brainstormed a lot about this reality of that your brand should function like a family, right? Yeah. Not like one individual, but like a family. So everything that a business puts out, whether it's a social media post or your website or a business card, whatever, sh- everything should look related. Mm-hmm. Um, I think maybe some people feel like everything should look like the same member of the family. And then what that creates is boredom, right? Absolutely. If you're using like the same instagram template over and over again or you're producing the same exact content you know you're just that kind of stuff ends up falling on deaf ears because it's not interesting enough right there has to be some variety there but at the same time i think that um this is usually the um more common error is that you add too much variety mm-hmm. right and then you know, like adopted siblings yes <laughs> yes okay exactly <laughs> Or like distant cousins, you know, to where if you were to put everything out there, um, like you can't tell that they're coming from the same business. Yes. Right. So we talk a lot about that with clients because I think especially if you're running your own business, like you almost get bored with the same content, right? Or like, oh my gosh, I've used this font like every day now for the last six months. Like that, it doesn't matter, you know, like this is your business and there needs to be some timelessness to it. Mm -hmm. Right. So it, there is kind of a dance of figuring out what should stay consistent and what can be fluid um, and, and changing. And I think that you've talked a lot about like recycling content, you know, and like coming up with like a major um, idea and then kind of breaking that down. What was that podcast that you talked about? Created and cycling content. Yeah. Created and cycling content. So you can go ahead and check that out. So there are ways to, um, you know, avoid the monotony on the business right. owner side, but also maintain the interest on the um, your ideal audience side. So I guess just to kind of, you know, sum it up and put it all together, it is, it is important to recognize that brand DNA is a thing, right? To think of your brand and business as like a family, mm-hmm. not just an individual and definitely not like distant cousins or adopted siblings, um, but as a family and to know that everything should look related, right? Not identical, but you want everything to look related because inconsistency ends up costing you money, mm-hmm. right? And we had a different podcast that talked about, uh, went into this stat in more detail, but it takes five to seven impressions for your brand to become memorable and recognizable to an ideal audience. Mm-hmm. Um, and so because of that, if you are, you know, putting out a Instagram post and you have a certain kind of messaging and a certain kind of way that you're presenting it visually, and then, you know, the next day it's like totally different, right? Um, especially if it's contrasting, then 
you're, especially, you know, on social media, you're going through things quickly, mm -hmm. right? And you have to make sure that you're doing everything you can to make sure that people can connect the dots, right? They see your content and they can file it away as being part of your brand, right? Right. So making sure that you have that consistency is key. Um, and are we to just, other than visuals, right? I mean, visuals are, make sense. Are You're talking to about like brand voice, right? And like the, what you're saying and the way you're saying it mm -hmm. and, and the words you use, mm -hmm. like those type of things as well, totally. right? It's like the whole package. Right. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. Um, and maybe that we could save that for another time and go into detail with that. But, but yeah, absolutely. If you have like a compassionate, comforting brand voice in, you know, one capacity, like maybe your blog posts are very compassionate, warm, and then your social media is like edgy and right. you know, it, it doesn't create a consistent messaging and then your audience just is confused. Right. right? Um, and, you know, they're seeing distant cousins, not siblings. Yes. So it is important to make sure that you have that. And we've talked a lot about, I think, in some of our early episodes of how to do that, mm -hmm. right? How to create that consistency. And I think you walk, you know, our the listeners, like, step by step mm -hmm. of how to create that consistency and doing that, like, groundwork. Right. Because it makes this so easy. Absolutely. It's just everything else becomes so streamlined when you do have all that groundwork mm -hmm. and that, you know, that foundation done. So if you want to hear a little bit more.